welcome to No Page Unturned, the podcast where Christina, Steph, and myself, Josh, go in-depth discussing books, mainly focusing on those written by BIPOC and LGBTQ plus authors. You don't have to read along with us, but be warned, there will be spoilers ahead. Hello, everybody. Welcome to No Page Unturned, a podcast all about books, 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 books. Uh, I am your host, Steph Kingston. I'm joined by my, one of my usual co-hosts here, Josh McDougall. Christina is unable to join us today, and we have a special guest instead. We are here joined by Eli. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank, thanks for joining us. We've been meaning to do this for a little while, and some truly insane life things happened to all of us. So it's it's uh, very exciting to finally be here to chat about uh, Mistborn. Specifically, we are going to be talking about, um, you know, just like chatting about theories, speculation, thoughts about the upcoming uh, last book of the second series of Mistborn books by Brandon Sanderson, this one being called The Lost Metal. Um, so just like a quick overview, um, if you haven't read any Mistborn books, you're going to be very confused. I don't know why you would listen to this, but people do do that. So, uh, yeah, Mistborn is Brandon Sanderson's probably like first big series, I would say is probably fair to put it. Yeah. There's two chunks. There's the first original trilogy, which is like among one of my favorite trilogies of all time. They are excellent, excellent books. And now there's a second quadrology, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, set a couple of hundred years after the first one. It's sort of a Victorian steampunky vibe uh, series. And the last book is coming out in November. And I am particularly excited. I just reread uh, the first three in series two. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you guys... What are you guys feeling, thinking about the book coming up? I'm looking forward to it. I did not realize it was coming out until you all approached me about hopping <laughs> on. Uh, just because I assumed that he was working on like the 4,000 other projects that he's working on. Mm. And so it just got put on the back burner. It, it's been ages because I think the book three came out like, I want to say like four or five years yeah, ago. It's, it's, it's been a while. It's rare for Brandon Sanderson to take such big gaps like this. But yeah, I think it. It did end up on the back burner for him. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened was book two and three came out the same year, like right. eight months apart. Yeah. And then he was, it was, an, the last book was, the last book is announced in the third book, like saying mm -hmm. this coming soon. And then he, <laughs> he stopped writing it in order to write Oathbringer, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. he kept pushing the lost metal back yeah because then cause he started he, then he started a whole new series with skyward yeah and i think he said that there are events in oathbringer and rhythm of war that uh he wanted to get out of the way before the lost metal came out <laughs> yeah that makes sense there's there's a particularly big mistborn uh spoiler i don't know tie-in i would say in rhythm of war oh, that's cool uh, which we will touch on later four in a series is actually called a quadrilogy which i did not know there you go i think five is a quintology mm. maybe that makes sense 
I don't know. That was random and and probably doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. So. So do we want to talk about a little bit about where book three left off in order to set this up? Yeah. Because I, yes. I just I just finished re- reading it. I also just reread it. Although I guess I finished it a month or two ago now. Yes, and I then, too did homework. <laughs> to be fair, we did not assign you homework. No, I know. You were I not. Know. The intention was that you didn't need to read the books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just yeah, so. generally read books, so it's mm-hmm. like it we happens. Do. Yeah. So yeah. uh, we're gonna sum it all up. The very uh, first, there's the uh, giant airship that comes to uh, what's the name of their cap- uh, capital? Ellendale. Thank you to Ellendale, and they set up a like a trade agreement reluctantly with the the southern uh, Scadrial people who they need to get that hot met. chocolate. It's yes, important. That, exactly, the most important hot innovation: hot chocolate. Wax and Steris get married finally. Um, they seem to be happy. Um, yeah, legitimately in love. It's adorable. I'm ex- Steris is getting viewpoints in the Lost Metal, and I'm very excited oh, nice. for that. I did not know yeah. that. This is new information. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's getting a couple viewpoints. I like her, and I like I her love so Steris. much. Yes. I like her so much that it makes me hate Wayne because he's a jerk. <laughs> uh, he's doing better he's growing i started off not liking steris uh, i don't remember why i just um i think she's I, very unlikable yeah. at the beginning like she, she is. is one of she has one of the best arcs in a book series because she does start out as this like fussy unlikable uptight bitch mm-hmm. and you grow to love her because she's great right and she is like genuine it's awesome I love her all her little binders of plans and mm-hmm. uh, notebooks and yeah. One of the one of the greatest scenes in like any book I've ever read is the scene in the Bands of Mourning where they go to this city, they arrive at the hotel, and it's just pure chaos. And the way Sanderson wrote it is like beautifully like cinematic and you can understand every bit that's going on so it's like you know wax is prying open these nailed shut windows just in case he needs to jump out of them in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and uh milan the chondra is like wandering around like swapping out boobs and skulls and things and being like what should i wear tonight wayne is i forget what wayne is i think he's like swapping hats at, like with yeah. milan and they're like half in drag Steris has all these notebooks and she's like, okay, so here's what you do if this happens. And here's what you do if this happens. And if we're framed for murder, this is what you do. And it's just like, it's pure chaos. And it's so funny. And Steris makes that scene because she just like, she has ev- all of these crazy eventualities put together and they do in fact like get framed for murder by i think the end of the scene and there's just this bit where steris is like page 43 it's they're getting they're it's running away or something a, a, like a wes anderson movie yes yeah it's fantastic yeah so wax and steris are married and then uh one of the final scenes is wax's uncle in jail where he reveals that um What's the name of his conspiracy group? The Set. The Set have their own immortals. Um, yes. Creatures with red eyes, and then Trel there's a huge Chandra. Yeah, and then there's a huge explosion killing Wax's uncle, and then we get a scene of Wax on his honeymoon, 
Uh, he picks up a coin that uh, Hoyd gave him. Yes, the, spoiler alert, that was Hoyd that gave him the coin. And he gets a glimpse of someone uh, helping the southern Skadrians, who uh, we all know to be uh, Kelsier alive again, with a spike through his eyes, scars around his hand. And he, like, pats one of the Southern Skadrians on the shoulder, and he says, survive, and then Wax figures it out at the same time as the audience figures it out. And that's where the book ends. I really should reread these. They're they're well worth a reread. You know, actually, this is gonna, might be a bit of a tangent, but um, the second book, Shadows of Self, mm-hmm. holy shit, it, like, it is so relevant these days because it is about... These, the oppressed classes of this city, you know, being like, you know, we've had it. We've had it with corrupt politicians and long hours and terrible wages and horrible living conditions. Like, we've had it. Mm-hmm. And it's also – it is a lot about policing in a way and, like, what is the role of police in, you know, controlling a population. And I, I am really interested to see, like, what where we go with the police angle in book four because – like Brandon Sanderson does generally do a good job of responding to cultural trends. And I think that like we might see like I could see like Marasi quitting the force, mm-hmm. not being a cop and being more of like a lawman. Like I know I think in the book description, it talks about how um, she and Wayne are partners now, which like I'm so excited to see yeah. that. That sounds like a great dynamic. Um, so I could see her almost like doing like a like a Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine, like quitting to be a PI situation, um, and possibly like yeah, that book examining like what role do police play in uh, oppression and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, Shadows of Self, like very relevant actually in the the current climate of of 2022 so definitely worth a reread there i really i really really enjoyed that book i'm looking at the goodreads uh section for the lost metal and there's apparently an updated summary that uh, tells a lot i'm gonna uh, is it okay if i read it yeah. yeah for years frontier lawman turned big city senator uh Waxilium Ladrian has hunted the shadow organization known as the Set, with his late uncle and his sister among their leaders, since they started kidnapping people with the power of elemency in their bloodlines. When Detective Maracy Combs and her partner Wayne find stockpiled weapons bound for the outer city of Bilming, this opens a new lead. Conflict between Elendel and the outer cities only favors the Set. And their tendrils now reach to the Elendel uh, Senate, whose corruption Wax and Steris have sought to expose. And Bilming is even more entangled. After Wax discovers a new type of explosive that can unleash unprecedented destruction and realizes that the set must already have it, an immortal Chandra serving Skadriel's god reveals that Harmony's power is blocked in Bilming. That means the city has fallen under the influence of another god, Trell, worshipped by the set. And Trell isn't the only factor at play from the larger Cosmere. Marisi is recruited by off-worlders with strange abilities who claim their goal is to protect Schedule at any cost. Harmony's vision of future possibilities come to abrupt halt tomorrow night with only blackness after that. 
It's a race against time, and Wax must choose whether to set aside his rocky relationship with God and once again become the sword that Harmony has groomed him to be. If no one steps forward to be the hero schedule needs, the planet and its millions of people will come to a sudden and calamitous ruin. Ooh. Interesting. That's quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That that definitely reads like the the inside cover yeah. summary. Mm-hmm. That's they they certainly like that's a lot though. Like I mean, really obvious about the Cosmere tie-ins too. Yeah, I I I was curious about that. Like, um, do you think this, um, oh, because like Mistborn, there's Stormlight Archive and Mistborn seem like the two like yeah. frontline Cosmere books. Yeah, and for. Mistborn has not been like Stormlight Archive, where it's like open to the larger Cosmere. Yeah, like so we don't have th- people popping into the cognitive realm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for in um, Secret History. That's true. Yeah, but in like the main the main books, like I imagine that this one probably the reason why he delayed it so much is this might be the book that opens up Scadrial to the larger you know, Cosmere and all the other yeah. stuff that's happening in the cognitive realm and with the other shards. Yeah. So, so uh, this seems like a good time to explain my theory for uh, the lost go. metal and gen- Okay. So I, and this is, this is Cosmere, but this is not like, I would say spoilers for any other books. Um, okay. So my theory and the, the generally accepted amongst people who have like, done all the lore d- diving is that trell is autonomy the shard autonomy okay uh-huh. just people have figured out like based on like what things that brando sando has said and timelines of stuff that it is autonomy or it is not necessarily autonomy uh themselves but uh, i guess autonomy tends to send out these things called avatars um to other planets so Trell uh, is probably a avatar of autonomy. I don't really know what that means in terms of like what they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, so my general p- guessing is that what autonomy wants is to resplit ruin and preservation because it would fit with their shard theme, right? Autonomy. You don't want things to be together. You want them to be separate and alone. So I think that that is what autonomy wants. Autonomy wants harmony resplit, and I think that the set. Uh, are on board with this and assisting autonomy because once you split harmony back up, then you start to get Lorassium and Atium production going again, and you can make full Mistborn. And they want to be the full Mistborn rulers of Scadrial, like loaded up with Lorassium and Atium. And I think that is my guess of what is at least going on with like the Trell and the Set stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. What what's the deal with Lorassium and Atium? Like, why does? Because uh, I don't remember. It's been a while since I read the original. So, trilogy. like every yeah, every shard has like their various essences, right? And you've got like a gas, a solid, and a liquid. Mm-hmm. So the the solid forms on Scadrial are metals. So Atium was the like solid form of ruin. Um, the mists were the vapor form of preservation. And Lorassium is the solid form of preservation, so it's like the essence in like a nugget. Does Harmony have a thing? Yes. So uh, Harmonium is the et metal that powers the airships. Oh, the like okay. explosive, yeah, which is probably the big weapon thing that the um, 
jacket thing was talking about. Uh, so yeah, harmonium is like a, it's super reactive. Um, so lorassium is what Vin fed Ellen at the end of the Well of Ascension to make him into a Mistborn. So eating lorassium makes you a full Mistborn with like the super Mistborn powers. Right. Eli, what do you think about this theory? Uh, I think it's an interesting one for sure. Um, I, I've, I've not read much outside of the uh, much of the Cosmere outside of Mistborn, so um, uh, it'll be interesting to see how um, other elements of the Cosmere kind of permeate um, to the world. Um, I mean, I've, I I know that in the secret history, Hoyd came in um, and was doing Hoyd things, um, but uh, but yeah, I I I think that having Having a plan to make more Mistborn is definitely an interesting way to go uh, in terms of just from a writing standpoint. That that was definitely a thing that I thought about when I knew this was going to be the last Era 2 book. Because mm-hmm. I, I was really curious to be like, does this book end with there being a new Mistborn? Because I know, and I, th- I think he's probably, I think he said he's completely, I think it was you, Eli, who told me he's completely changed the, like, concept right. for error three yeah error three originally was a like uh, a swat team of alamancers hunting a mistborn serial killer but by uh right now where we are in error two there are no mistborn right. so mm-hmm. that, that kind of like gives us a clue that there will eventually be another mistborn mm-hmm. and i think wax's uncle says that in bands of mourning that eventually yeah, down the, the line, the bloodlines will coalesce is, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do wonder if I, I, can Harmony make just like snap his fingers and make someone a Mistborn? That's a good question. I don't know the answer. To I that. would imagine he could. I mean, probably right. He has all the powers of ruin and preservation. So, because yeah. here's the thing: like we know, uh, well, me, I mean, Steph know that. Um, so in the Stormlight Archives, at the beginning of every chapter, there's letters, like small sections of letters of Hoyd writing to the other shards, mm-hmm. asking them for help with dealing with, wow, what is the the oh, big oh, bad? Uh, in, odium. To deal with Odium. And Harmony is one of the responders. And he, in I think either Oathbringer or Rhythm of War, he talks about uh, sending his sword to uh, help with this. And he plans on making, like, I don't know in, in like what the time period is of when he sends those responses. This mm-hmm. could be before Bands of Mourning and this book. But we know that he wants to make Waxilium his sword. So I, I'm curious if Harmony, like, I, you would obviously, if I was Harmony, I'm not going to send out Waxillium without making him a Mistborn first. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like, why not load him up with everything? Yeah. I mean, we know yeah. that um, from Secret History that Hoyd is a Mistborn because he ate the um, Preservation yeah. Medal. Mm-hmm. So why not? Wax would be an excellent Mistborn. Especially uh, yeah. a Mistborn you send out into the Cosmere, into, like... Let's say he appears in Stormlight Archives' mm-hmm. future. I wouldn't want to make him just be an Alamancer. But who knows? 
I have a side theory to this, but Eli, what do you th- what do you think before I go on my, on my tangent? No, I think that would be cool. Uh, Wax is probably one of my favorite characters written. Um, anytime that I play the Mistborn RPG, I end up playing a version of Wax in some capacity, uh, just because he's he, he's very cool. Uh, so seeing him become a Mistborn would be just Chef's kiss for me. Yeah. One thing that Brando does really well is he writes like old men characters really well. Mm -hmm. And I guess like he's an older guy now too, but like, like, you know, um, Dalinar in the Stormlight Archive and Wax, like they're old. They're like old dudes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not young 20 somethings. Yeah. Wax is 40. I think Dalinar's in his fifties or sixties. Like it's, it's nice to get male leads that aren't 20 somethings. Yeah. Listen, in three years, you're not allowed to call people in their 40s old anymore. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So I've always had this theory that Marasi was going to end up being a world hopper and to travel between planets. And then we'll start to see her popping up. That'd be cool. In other books, just because like Wax's story is, I think, winding down to a certain degree. Like his story is very much... Era 2, Scadrail-based. Like, he's gone through a, a really good arc. You know, he's come around. He's he's in, in love with Steris. He's accepted his role as kind of where he is in his house and his duty to side. It sounds like he's a senator in this book. And so I think, whereas, like, with uh, Marassi and with Wayne, you see them growing. Their arc is still going out. Mm-hmm. And they are learning uh, how to be bigger people if that makes sense where they're 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 wanting more than just what scadrill kind of has for them so and, and god how good would a full misborn wayne be <laughs> that would be terrifying <laughs> that would be I a think wayne kind of a nightmare is going maybe. to die cool. tragically in this book oh really that would be I sad do. it would be so sad but also like i wouldn't put it against him mm-hmm. yeah um, and there's a, so there's a bit in the Bands of Mourning where Marasi is the first one to actually pick up the actual, like, Bands of Mourning and tap, like, every Allomancy uh-huh. and Furukami power all at once. And she eventually realizes that she doesn't need it or want it, and she gives it to Wax, who then finishes the fight. So it'd be interesting to see, like, if Harmony offers her the Mistborn powers, and she does or doesn't take them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... It is a trope of, um, you know, the person that uh, rejects power is the one mm-hmm. that you would trust to. That's have true. It I mean, most. that's that's what happened with Seizet, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think it'd be interesting if if all of the characters from Era Two, like the, the the main four, are the ones that end up doing the world hopping. So, like, every now and then we'd I see would one be of them. So into that. Uh, so, like, Steris randomly shows up in one book. Um, yeah. and, and like references, you know, her husband's off doing something on another world, something like that. I think mm-hmm. it'd be cool to have all of them. That would be sick. Yeah. Steris would be a good character to, uh, for like, just, this is from like a writing perspective mm-hmm. of that's a person you can give all the Cosmere information to, to delve it out yeah. because it's right. part of her character that she, she can be like a bit of an exposition dropper. Yeah. 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 So I'm assuming that this, this Cosmere group that is going to show up in the lost metal is the 17th shard. Maybe the, um, the shadow dancers though. 
So what is the 17th shard? So the 17th shard, we haven't seen them in a while. They are the people that in... Oh, no, you wouldn't have seen them at all, actually. Well, they might be in secret history. Anyway, so there's it's a group of world hoppers who um, the last kind of major time we've seen them, which is in the Way of Kings, they are looking for Hoyd. Mm-hmm. Um, and people in the 17th Shard, that uh, so Demu from Mistborn Era 1 okay. is in 17th Shard. Uh, Galadon from Elantris is in the 17th Shard. And there's a third guy, and I don't remember if we knew who he was or have learned since learned who he was but it's it's people we recognize from other books and it's the yeah uh, they're i think their their whole deal is i think they might be trying to like put adenalsium back together or no or something. okay what is it they're pissed at hoid for whatever reason and they're trying to find him just hoid so things. it's not going well for them yeah it's not it, they're doing not okay. a good job right yeah, their whole policy is non-intervention. Okay, and okay. Hoyd, <laughs> this is the ultimate. I don't intervener. know this. I'm reading the wiki right now. Yeah. Um, they it says that they have an antagonist relationship with Hoyd because their whole thing is non-intervention, and Hoyd is, uh, it, especially in Stormlight. Yeah. Well, in yes. Mistborn 2, Mistborn 2, he, he, he have this coin with a memory from Kelsier on it, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, apparently, members are Demu, uh, Galadon from Elantris, uh, a soldier from uh, that the Sand series, the one that he turned into okay. a I comic book. Those, actually. Uh, Demu's wife, and someone with that apparently has Southern Skadrian ancestry. Okay. <laughs> oh, and they. Uh, Ayatel, who joins the Ghostbloods in uh, Stormlight Archives, apparently. Okay. She's also associated with them? Yeah. Okay. But what about the... There's a group... I think they're called the Ire from... The Irie, yeah. The Elantrians. Yeah. And they're, they're the like ones... The cognitive they're the realm. ones from um, Secret History. Yeah. 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 What are they up to? Probably yeah, not relevant. Like... <laughs> Just hanging out, I guess. I like this is where I'm really curious about this book because mm-hmm. when book three came out, Brandon was like, "Make sure you read seek if you're going to read Secret History first, and then read uh, Bands of Mourning." And Secret History has so many like little like droplets of Cosmere mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and then it hasn't come up again very yeah. much. Um, yeah. I don't remember her name. She wears sunglasses, and Chris. she yeah she meets with Kelsier, and yeah. she meets with Wax. Yeah. She dances with Wax in Bands of Mourning, and I wonder if she, she'll be involved. It's it's I'm really there's a lot of like um stuff that he could pack into yeah. this book. The red string board is really be. starting to get a lot of crisscross happening. Yeah, I like to imagine the. Brandon Sanderson's office looks like um, the uh, the loft in Hero Season 1 in the future, where <laughs> it's not just a red string board, it's the entire room, and he just, like, yeah. there are points where everything overlaps, and he's like, okay, this is a scene, and this is a scene, and this is a scene. <laughs> Honestly, probably. Yeah. 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 I wonder how many, like, hard drives he has to, like, back up 
all this information. Oh my god. The amount of, like, he probably has, like, insurance on, yeah, his like, computer. information. Yeah. Like, his, like, yeah, he probably has, like, an X policy on his hard drives. Like, his publisher probably makes him do that. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so, does Harmony get separated? I hope not. I really love the idea of Harmony. I think it's interesting, and just, it's something that you don't see in the rest of the Cosmere, and it's, a, it's an interesting, just, like, uh, idea, too, right? Like, opposing powers with one mind, and how do you make that work? And, and I love Zed, so, like, I I hope not, but, like, it could... Here's the thing, and this is from Stormlight Archives again, I apologize. They have said that, and I think Sanderson has said in interviews, that Harmony is a real threat to Odium. Yeah. Because of his having two powers. Yeah. Well, two shards at once. And, like, there's the, like, I can't help but, like, associate Red with Odium, even though it's supposed to be you know, trowel and mm-hmm. autonomy. Like, there's certain colors that I associate with. But I also read with Ruin, too. Like, do all the bad... Yeah. Is it like Sith, where all the bad <laughs> shards are, like, associated with They kind of do all have their own colors, don't they? Because, like, I think Ruin was kind of black and Preservation was white. Um, Odium is often gold, is is my my connection to a color. And like, like honor yeah, is blue it, and cultivation I, is green. I think it's just in my head with the the red. But then, like, I wonder like what the future entails for like harmony in general. Yeah, I'm gonna call my shot. Okay, okay. Book three, harmony gets split. Say Zed comes back. Oh, wait, book four. Yes, yeah, sorry, book four. book four. Harmony gets split. Say Zed comes okay. back. The next. The next era says that's still around because this time as God gave him immortality and his whole goal is trying to get ruin and preservation back. I could see that because there is um, there was that that bit in like secret history, right, where like, uh, you know, Kelser's like hanging around uh, in the well of ascension, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. and talking and like, he, he, you know, the longer you like hold a power like a shard. Mm-hmm the longer you can stick around and like you have more like strength. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he held two shards for 300 yeah. years. Okay. Okay. Oh, and like, okay. So even like, let's say, you know, the powers get split and say Zed's spirit or whatever is, is wandering around. Kelsier shows up and is like, Hey, do you want a body? I figured it out. Yeah. I could see I that. I was just thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Body bros. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Marsh is still running around. I was just gonna mention that. Where the fuck is Marsh? He gave the book away at the end of book one. Yeah. With all the information. And then never appeared again. Yeah. Like, what's he up to? Maybe he's in... Hold on, look at this town of Bilming. Because Harmony can't go there, or can't see in there. The outer city of Bilming. Why not send old Iron Eyes as they right. call them now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like what Marsh would do without the influence of Harmony too. Like, mm-hmm. is he still his own person? Like, it's been so long. Wait, Marsh doesn't know that Kelsier is alive again. 
I mean, we don't know that. He might. Oh, that's true. He might. <laughs> he might. Like, what if the two of them are just running around together? I guess, to be fair, he might not be on Scadrill, too. He could be somewhere else. But it, fe- it feels like he would stay. Like, it feels like Marsh is the kind of guy who would see, see like, staying on Scadrill and being Harmony's, like, embassy as part of his duty and, like, a, what do you call it? Like, a reparations for the horrible mm-hmm. things he did in the Final Empire. This brings up a good question. Does Kelsier appear in this book? I think he has to, at least <sighs> in some. I think so, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. does he does he appear like in the main plot or is he like in an epilogue at the end? Yeah. I think he's in background scenes and then the epilogue is about him. That's what I think. It truly like I could see that, too, because. I could see, you know, like, okay, so this book is mostly about wrapping up Wax and Wayne and Morassi and Steris' story. Mm-hmm. And you have basically the lead up or the, the, not cliffhanger, but like the end of the book is like, okay, era two done, looking forward to era three, Kelsier shit. Mm-hmm. And, and Kelsier, be, yeah, coming around. I mean, Kelsier also hates nobles, so he might not be particularly thrilled with uh, Wax. Or Marasi, or Stairs for that matter. Yeah. So, correct me if I'm wrong. You said that at the end of book three, in the epilogue, um, uh, Kelsier had spikes in his eyes? Just he has one. a spike in one Just eye. one, okay. Yeah. Okay. If, if he had both of them, I was going to say, uh, um, what if the body he has now is Marsh's? Yeah, no, it's definitely one eye because um, when Wax like uses the coin, mm-hmm. I forget what they call it. Tap into the coin. He get he gets Kelsier's. He sees it through Kelsier's point of view, mm-hmm. and it's like he sees what the Iron Eye see. Gotcha. In the one eye, with the like seeing all the metals and whatnot, and then reg- regular sight in the other eye. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. The idea, though, that maybe, like, Marsh gave Kelsier a spike, though, is is potentially interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the spikes are different. Yeah, and we know from Secret History that probably he worked with Spook on it. Mm-hmm. Right? That was Secret History? Or, like, yes. at the very end of Secret History, he, like, yeah, Kelsier does he, like, is... get Spook to spike himself so he can see him? How does that... I can't remember why Spook can see but him. I know that Kelsier... The book ends with Kelsier being like beginning to tell his plan of how to bring him back. Yeah, to he's Spook. like, yeah, and then he's like, oh, I'm a kite like, without like a string. A you need to get me a string. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could bring it up. Which also leads to so like, whose body is he running around in? Like, I think it's a new body. Yeah, but like, but like, potentially they had to kill somebody to do it, unless it's Spook's body. That'd be interesting. That could be it too. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking like, oh, like, did he go and like scar up his new arms? Mm-hmm. Probably, right? Yeah. Well, I Brandon Sanderson has said multiple times that uh that Kelsier is kind of a psychopath. Like yeah, that he's yeah. not like He's not he's, a good dude. He's not yeah, he's not like he's kind of unhinged. Yeah. Especially like after kind of like being alone and like without his crew mm-hmm. for so long too. Like I think the crew always really were like a stabilizing force for him. Right. 
and then dying is pretty traumatic. So, you know, I would imagine so. Yeah. 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 Like I, I could see Kelsey being the villain of era three. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, we, we can, uh, sorry. I brought up a secret history. I I think we should probably. Okay. So, um, listeners, if you've gotten this far and you haven't read the rhythm of war, uh, we're about to drop a really big spoiler. Which is really only a spoiler for Mistborn. It's like one of those things where like connections. It's so, a big. It's pretty big spoiler for Rhythm of War too, because it, it involves yeah, a. I think, but it only means something if you've read Mistborn. So if you somehow uh, have gotten this far with all the spoilers and don't want a really big Rhythm of War spoiler, skip ahead like I don't know a couple minutes. <laughs> so there's a reveal at the end of the Rhythm of War. Um, so there's this other world hopper group called the Ghost Bloods. They're like assassins and and mercenaries. And up until the end of this book, we've always known that their leader is a man named Thydekar or Tidekar or for however it's pronounced. And the reveal of the end of the war is that uh, Thydekar is Kelsier. Oh, yeah. I think they call him something like something the the Man of Scars or the Lord of yeah. Scars or something. And so Kelsier has been spending this time creating a off-world hopping uh, society of assassins. Like, which feels about right for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty dope, though. It is pretty dope. Yeah. Thydekar is the leader of the Ghostbloods on Roshar. So he's not okay, the... Okay, okay. So not That's everywhere. the one that com- he communicates with um, okay. Shalon. But he's not the like leader of the you know whole okay. Ghostbloods that refers to um, okay. you know Kelsier. Okay. Trying to find so, out where. So um, Shallon from Stormlight Archive, her one of her things now is to like find Thydekar and um, kill him, or so, I think right, like sure she's. I forget why she's she's pissed at them, but yeah. Well, I mean, group of assassins. I imagine a lot of people are pissed at them. Yeah. Well, she worked for them for a while too. It's complicated. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that's so that's a like a big like where are they now moment mm-hmm. really um, that pops up at the end of the Rhythm of War, where it's like, oh, okay, so this is what on top of like uplifting the Southern Scadrians and and teaching them like how to be safe or how to like use the metal mines to keep them warm and Mm -hmm. build airships and shit. Uh, He's also been doing this. So yeah. Oh, I'm wrong. Kelsier is Thydekar. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, now I remember, um, were you thinking of Mraze? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Mraze is the Roshar guy and Thydekar is the whole ghost bloods, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the entire, leader of the ghost bloods and he can only send his avatar to roshar that's what it is and then i remembered in secret history because i just reread it preservation tells kelsier that you're bound to this place now like you've been a cognitive shadow for too long on skadriel so now kelsier cannot as of right now skadriel or as of secret history, right. I don't know about when he gets a body again. He cannot world hop. I okay. assume. Okay. I don't. I'm not sure where the timelines hmm. match up with Stormlight Archives, 
and Mistborn Era 2. So if yeah. Stormlight Archives happens before Mistborn Era 2, then Kelsier cannot world hop to Roshar because he's still bound to Skadriel. I think but, they're meant to be happening about the same time. Hmm, I wonder if now that Kelsier has a body, can he still not world hop? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to, to know how world hopping is affected by the physical body as opposed to like yeah, yeah. the cognitive body. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, is there like too much dissonance? Yeah. Like bit of a segue. So we okay, so we talked a little bit about some of the other characters. Let's talk about Wayne a little bit. Um so we were talking about uh how Josh thinks that Wayne is gonna die horribly. What do you guys think for Wayne in this book? Uh, maybe going forward. Uh he dies horribly because Brandon has not killed any characters in the series yet except for the uncle who no one like no one cares that he's dead he's a horrible person and Mistborn Era 1 ended with the two main characters dead yeah. so I can, will not put it aside that Brandon is, oh, he's yeah. not afraid to kill like major characters and Wayne I don't I just it's probably because I don't yeah. really like him that much but I don't see I don't know like this book could begin, and I'll have a totally different opinion in Wayne, because this seems like it like, jumps ahead in time. Yeah. So Wayne might have matured. And I always, I always forget how young he really is. Mm -hmm. um, he's like 20 yeah. or 21. So he might have changed in that time, especially since now he's apparently with the police. So Yeah, that sounds interesting. But it's a perfect, like good time just as like when a character like fully matures and comes to their own to like tragically kill them off and make everybody <laughs> sad what about you Eli what do you think I just had this thought while you were talking Wax dies Wayne has to assume Wax identity in order to um, in order to maintain what Wax wanted Ooh, I mean he is a master of disguise yeah yeah, they've been building this, like, Wayne getting better and better at disguises, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Mm. I can see that. I don't know how realistic that is, but it'd be dope <laughs> as hell. <laughs> or I can see even just, like, even for a short period of time, like, Wax is like, I have to go investigate this shit. You need to pretend to be me mm -hmm. and be a senator. That would be great. Yeah. Imagine, like, Mistborn Era 3 comes out, and it's just, like, mentioned like sideways like in like a, a a thing to the side that oh yeah like uh 50 60 years ago we found out one of our senators uh he had died and yeah. someone was uh <laughs> taking his place oh yeah that that seems like exactly the kind of thing brando would yeah. do yeah okay I, I have some breaking news okay uh mistborn era 2 takes place during the couple of years time jump between uh, Stormlight Archive uh, 5, which we oh, don't have yet, and okay. 6. Interesting. And there's a, and there's, he has said that uh, Brandon Sanderson, there's like 100 years between 5 and 6. Like, uh, okay. 1 through 5 is one series of Stormlight Archives, and, or one big yeah, arc. Yeah, there's a big gap. And, five yeah. through, and 6 through 10 uh, is another. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then so, Arrow Two 
takes place yeah. between those. So hmm. that makes me think that Kelsier does not have a bot. May not oh, the secret his- the end of secret history. I like it, I'll be really curious to yeah. find out when Kelsier got a new body. Mm-hmm. And like, does he have to replace it every once in a while? I don't know. That just sounds tedious. Yeah. yeah. This one's falling apart. Got to get a new one. Right? Like, the, yeah. Like, how, like, yeah. There's, yeah. Interesting. Okay. But but he could do the Lord Ruler thing of, um, what was oh, Lord yeah, Ruler's yeah, thing? He, like, aged yeah. himself for a little bit and then, like, yeah. he would store age. Well, but he's not a Farukamist, though. I guess we, we don't, don't know that. that. He might be. Yeah, that's true. He might be. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Steph, you didn't. You didn't say what you think uh, happens to Wayne in this book. I see. I yeah. I didn't, like. I think I have a much more like optimistic view where I think I think like Wayne has begun um, his arc up in that he is kind of becoming a more mature uh, person. Like we see at the end of Bands of Mourning, he gets over his gun phobia. Yeah. And and I think working with Marasi is really good for him and like getting out of the shadow of wax where like he feels like he maybe has to play this role to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And and also, yeah, realizing that like like wax is with Steris now. You may not like her, but you have to deal with it. And like, you know, sorry, <laughs> like that's how it is. And like you have to grow up. So I I hope a nice like maturity arc for Wayne. But yeah, I mean I I wouldn't be entirely surprised if if he dies. Like it yeah, I was literally talking about this with my sister this morning cuz I mentioned that we were going to do this and she's also read all the books. And she was like, "Yeah, someone's going to die." Like she said the same thing. She was like, "He killed off Vin and Ellen mm-hmm. in the first books." Uh-huh. Like nobody's safe. But at the same time like I do find that that Brando does generally tend towards happy endings. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least like bittersweet, more on the happy side. So I don't know. Well, any other thing I guess we just learned too, like death isn't that permanent. Right. Like, and Kelsier obviously is a very specific case and not that wouldn't necessarily apply to Wayne, but you know, we've, we've sort of started to enter this realm where like death is not uh yeah not it doesn't stick quite the way that we might think i wonder how much uh kelsier is willing to share that information though i could see kelsier being like okay i could see wayne jumping right on board with kelsier right Mm -hmm. because he's like it's kind of like the best bits about wax that he likes Without the morals that Wayne finds kind of boring yeah. and stodgy, mm-hmm. yeah, like I think Wayne could be a really dangerous tool in the hands of someone like Kelsier. What if there's a heel turn in the future for Wayne? He becomes a big yeah, bad right? Like that totally could happen. Like yeah, maybe he doesn't make his character arc up. Maybe he falters. Maybe someone dies, or he something happens, or he can't get over. You know, the fact that Wax doesn't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious, like, how much Mistborn plans have changed. Because 
This was these books were not planned at all. Like yeah, there, it was, we're, we're supposed to go directly to the '80s arc, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Originally, there was no the like the first era two. He said he just like wrote it one day, and yeah. he expected that to be the only book of era two. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into three books, and then it turned into yeah. four books. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, how yeah. much his plans have changed, and how mm-hmm. much these characters affect the future of this world. I, I kind of hope they don't like, I don't know. I, I want eventually for some characters in the Mistborn to like, not have world impact. Like it's, it's like their, their, mm-hmm. their story is their story. And then it's, yeah. it's done. And like, Yes, like in in the history books, maybe it's it's in there, but it's not like world changing. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like we. And had, I could see that for these characters. Yeah, I can too. I just I feel like we had the the you know the world changing characters in in the first series. I mean, they quite literally changed the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, I, I don't know. I I want them all to have happy endings. I know that's probably not going to happen, mm-hmm. but that's what I want for these characters. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, like there's there's definitely parts about the original premise for Era 3 that I think could be really interesting. Like the idea of a smaller, more intimate personal story rather than gods and shards and monsters. Like, yeah, the idea of like uh, like a mistborn thriller mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds really cool. And like doesn't necessarily have to be like a cop police thing. You know, part of why The Final Empire was such a great book is because it's a heist book, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it ends up obviously expanding. But yeah, something like more kind of intimate, um, where you, yeah, could be could be really fun. Mm-hmm. Do you think Starris is pregnant in this book? Oh, hadn't even thought of that. Because the whole thing, like the whole part of there, like marriage contract right. is about an, an heir and it's like eventually be they addressed, like, right like eventually like by book three they're actually like in love with yeah. each other but uh it might still i mean the book ends with him on his honeymoon like who knows mm-hmm. the idea of steris obsessively trying to get pregnant could be really funny like because she would be the person that would be like i can't eat lemons and i have to stand upside down three three hours a day mm-hmm. and you have to go st- stare into the west facing corner before you like have sex with me like that could be very funny. Here's a here's my binder if it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> and here's my binder if it's a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like Steris, because Brandon uh, you know, changes with the times, uh Steris finds out her kid is non binary and so she has to come up with a new plan. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. This does the Cosmere have any non-binary characters yet? I sh- I imagine there has to be at least. Well, one. the Condra kind. Of, I think if if Brandon was writing the Mistborn now, the Condra would all be non-binary. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we have any like canonically. I don't know. This brings up a good point that I wanted to mention. Uh, Wax's uncle just calls them uh, their own immortals. He doesn't specifically mm. say. That they're Condra. That's true. That's true. Like, it, and like I, I realized I also made that same assumption, mm-hmm. but 
I'm not. I don't not necessarily. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily yeah, true. That's true. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Because God. There's a whole southern people that we didn't know about. Uh, there might be like, like Mistborn takes place in such a like a small area, mm. but the things that happen in a small area affect the like, which we find out in Bands of Morning. The, all that stuff affected the whole planet. Yeah, to a point sucks where sucks to be the southern Skadrians, honestly. Yeah, yeah, because they had no idea, and they went from ah. Oh, this climate is nice too. Tropical. Holy crap! It's freezing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's another thing. Do you think <clears throat> anything like change changes about the world in this, or is it just like like the actual well, like, here, physical the world? Of, yeah. Does harmony do anything, mm-hmm. or is there any like large changing effects? Um, hmm. Involving, you know, Harmony and whatever this other shard is. Or is it just like Eratu comes to an end, it's a smaller character moment ending. Yeah. I I hope it's the Eratu comes to an end, it's a smaller character moment, um, Mm. but allows for these characters to have bigger adventures going forward. Mm. If they so choose. I, I feel like we're at least one of these characters we're going to see in other books. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just because just that's just the way he writes, too. Like, like almost anybody, like, well, not anybody, I should say, but like, there's almost, there's a cameo from almost every book or book series in the other books. Mm-hmm. Like, so someone's going to pop up. Maybe, or maybe like... Stormlight Archives is just like the like the main series that has all the Cosmere mixed in and he wants to keep all the other ones a little bit um, more separate. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know his plan. I would like to know his plan, but at oh, the same God. time I don't. It's crazy to think that like he's planning things like decades out. Mm-hmm. Like to a certain degree. Like obviously like plans change now and then, but like, yeah, like, you think about, like, the Stormlight Archive. So book five comes out in 2023, I think. Like, next year, yeah. And Does it? I think so. I think it's coming oh out in fall of 2023. I think that's the plan. Um, yeah, it's really soon. Like, in terms of books. Uh, we're we're going to have to do two podcasts on that oh one. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, I mean, that's, okay, five books released over the span of about 12 years. But, like... I don't know, just, yeah, the the enormity of planning that. And then there's another five books coming, you know, like he's, like, he's got, like, 20 years planned just for one series. Yeah, that's, that's like insane 20 years to me. Our lives. Yeah. What year did Way of Kings come out? 2007, I think? No, 11. 2010, August 10. 31st. 10. I was in college when that book came out. Me, me too. I had just started college when that book came out. Yeah, like, and now look at us. We're all old and decrepit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The place where I live will be underwater by the time this year ends. <laughs> oh, God. Eli will be high and dry. Yeah, I'll have a bunch of beachfront property by then. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much everything else that I have leading up. Do... The southern Skadrons appear in this book. Yes. 
I think they got to, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, a big chunk of, well, not chunk, a, a part of, yeah, the end was, like, they, they were going to set up, like, trade routes and stuff, I mm-hmm. think, right? Yeah. I wonder if there'll be any, like, southern Scadrians that are like, I'm going to go live in Ellendale now. Like, yeah, fuck you know, masks. now that I know this place. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice if we saw um, that guy Alec. I think his name was. It'd be nice if he was. He was a character. Mm-hmm. He was. He was kind of a cute, cute little mask boy. I do have one thing in my notes that I just brought up that I, I want to ask. What if Caesar decides not to be Harmony anymore, and someone new Ooh. what if, becomes Harmony? Wayne. What if? What if Wayne? <laughs> yeah. What if Wayne is the new Harmony? Oh God. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be a lot. Yeah. Because, like, I imagine uh, being a shard for a long time, and Caesar would know this after hearing what happened to A.T. and... Lyris. Yeah, like, how they eventually like, sort of like started going insane. Yeah. But that may have been just cause based on what their shards do. But I wonder if, like, it comes to a point, especially now Harmony is, like, more stressed out because of this Trell mm. situation. I wonder if Caesar is, like, we need a Harmony 2. Like. Yeah, it would be interesting if he maybe saw like the value in swapping out the mind every couple hundred years so that they didn't mm-hmm. become degraded and like abs- like consumed by the intent of the shard. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a thing that Seyzed, like would, would think. I think Seyzed, though, would try and, if coming to that realization, try and like mentor someone to becoming right and and i don't think there's anybody in our current group of characters that would fit that yeah i think marcy kind of fits that maybe yeah she had the power and gave it up yeah like marcy or wax probably but even then wax is a little too uh violent yeah he's he's got a lot of the ruin in him Mm mm-hmm he does, but maybe yeah. like having both shards in his hand would. Uh, yeah, I always imagine them as literal shards. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it does make me because like Caesar hints at like knowing the future in Bands of Mourning because mm. he like tells, uh, he tells the Chandra when they show have the when they're showing like the the fit, like the pictures on the wall of uh, the Chandra that they're looking for. And then they go, uh, uh, Harmony tells us one day these, you know, pictures will move. So he right. knows, like, yes. he knows, like, there's, he, like, has glimpses of the future technology. But I wonder, like, if he does, you know, see a future where he's no longer Harmony, does, can he, does he already, like. Right. Does he prepare for it? it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Again, that does seem like a very Seizad thing to do. So, yeah. Well, and that was like so much of what the Farukamis did too. And like the, uh, what was it called? Like the world keepers or just the keepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, it was, it was save knowledge to prepare for the future and prepare for a time when things might be different. Right. Yeah. And we could come into era three of Mistborn with no harmony because mm-hmm. without something happening to harmony in this book, because uh, if Stormlight Archive one through five happens before Mistborn Era two, I wonder if um, hmm. six through ten happen before 
Mistborn Era 3, and there's already hints of, like, conflict with Harmony and Odium. Hmm. I don't know. That's more like a speculation for Era 3. Yeah. Get that in 2026 yeah. or whatever. Knowing that that timeline now makes me think that we won't see... If we are going to see Mistborn characters pop up in, like, the Stormlight Archive, we're not going to see it until, like, book six now. Because they don't... Right. They're not, like, a thing, basically, yet. Here's what Brandon Sanderson could do that would really fuck with us. Um, He could put Stormlight Archive Era 3 main characters in Stormlight Archive first... And we will be introduced to them in those God. books. And we won't know that they're main oh, characters God. in Mistborn Era 3. And he's crazy enough to do that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he really is. Because, like, his whole thing with writing is, like, he always talks about, like, wanting to, like, try new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While still sticking with, his, like, yeah. where he's more um, structured is, you know, his magic systems. Right. Introduce time travel, you coward. Do it. Yeah. What metal do I have to burn yeah. to travel through time? <laughs> yeah. It's out there. Oh, God. That would cause whole kinds so of messes. much chaos. Kelsey learns so time travel, oh goes back, becomes becomes harmony. Fuck. Well, I mean, if if yeah. they introduce time travel, that could explain how Kelsier shows up in Stormlight Archives as whatever you said his name was before, yeah. like, but he just got That's his body true. now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It does kind of make sense that time would just be a little weird between all mm-hmm. the planets, too, right? Yeah, for like, sure. That it's not necessarily linear. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It could be the Old West in Skadriel while still being, like, medieval on another planet. Right. Like, the, the, the yeah. way, like, the, how they advance. God, I'm getting, I'm getting a headache thinking about it. Yeah, my understanding is that Skadriel is... A, meant to be technologically ahead of all the other planets. Have you guys read Six of the Dusk? No. No. Okay, so uh, it's so in Six of the Dusk, there are uh, space travelers, like people who are travel like spaceships, mm-hmm. basically. They're, they're not seen, but they're referenced. And uh, there, there are people that think that those are Skadrians. Oh, nice. Because Six of the Dusk is like way far ahead in the Cosmere timeline. Mm-hmm. It's like the, la- the latest thing we've seen so far by quite a bit and so there are people that think that the the spaceships in six of the dusk are skadrians because they're so far ahead technologically i believe brandon sanderson also said that skadrians are very close to making instant ramen <laughs> okay let's end this with the most important question yeah, yeah. how will Mistborn era 2 the final book tie into fortnite Oh, because Kelsier is in Fortnite. Oh God, does that that still just sometimes feels like a fever dream that we all went through? It was only a year ago. It was so I'm at wild. May twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Kelsier was released by Epic Games as a character oh, skin in the man. game Fortnite. I feel like you've got to have Wax or Wayne, right? There will be a whole chapter of the book missing that you have to play Fortnite in order to experience. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like the. It'll be like how. I'm no. uh, um, sorry. Spoilers alert for the last Skywalker. Uh, there was like 
hints about Darth City yeah. is coming back in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon could do the same. Wait, was there yeah, really? Was. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that's fucking incredible. Oh man. If you want oh. to find out this one tidbit about yeah. the Cosmere, you gotta play Fortnite. <laughs> and it's the most Wait, important. has it been in front of us this whole time? We need to go look at the character model for Kelsier in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's his situation? What body does he have? I guess he doesn't have it's a spike very, though. Very so. error one, yeah. uh, Kelsier. I'm, yeah. I'm googling it right now. I think he do- he doesn't have a spike die. I think he has the the Mistborn cape. It's like basically right bef- like his like right before he dies. It's uh, weird because like Kel- like because it it still baffles me to this day why none of these none of Brando's books have ever made it into any kind of visual media. But like it is weird because like there isn't other than, you know, he's kind of a handsome blonde man. It's not like there is a recognizable visual for Kelsier. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a blonde guy in a cape with tassels. Yeah. yeah. He's a dandy. Yeah, putting it in the chat. Vin and Cezanne at least like are kind of more like have a a pro, like a recognizable style. Mm-hmm. I always pictured Kelsier with a beard. That is pretty sick looking. Why isn't he wearing shoes? I think they don't wear shoes, or he, he, Vin and Kelsier don't wear shoes. Oh. I don't remember why. I think it's because they have pewter to make them their feet tough. Basically, gotcha. I don't remember why either. Yeah. Maybe it's easier to jump across buildings. That's fair. You think, though, that you'd get, like, a lot of nails in yeah. your feet. Yeah. Like, Luthadel, not really known for its top-notch building not practices. At all. Or, ma- or maintenance. Like, does tetanus exist on Scadriel? You're, uh, you're skipping along the roofs, and then all of a sudden, a nail just gets jammed in your foot, yeah. and you're having to... It's like, you still gotta deal with yeah. that. I wonder what's different about Scadrian biology that makes it or just being an alamancer that makes it so you don't die from eating so much metal. Because <laughs> that was the one thing that oh, I always man. like I thought about when reading the Mistborn books. I'm like, they eat metal. It's funny. They just so, swallow metal. Yeah, so they do reference, like, I think in book one when Vin is learning alamancy, they're like, hey, don't go to sleep with large quantities of metal in your stomach because they will poison mm-hmm. you. So, like, he did kind of think about it and address it. I think the idea is just like, I don't know, they, they burn it off, yeah. so... It's not really there. It's it's brilliant. I love Alamancy. It's one of my favorite magic systems ever. But it is so funny just to think about it truly. It's like, I'm going to eat this thing and it will give me power. <laughs> and this this thing will be different. give me different power from this thing. Nom, 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 nom. I think about like, all the metal dice that I have and just the, <laughs> being an Alamancer. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's that's the that's era three. It's a Mistborn D&D game. If we're, if we're talking 80s vibes, it's the Mistborn satanic band. <laughs> what if Mistborn Era 3 is just like Mistborn Stranger Things? Honestly, I'd be down. Yeah, I would too. Everybody's got a mullet. I would, I, it'd be interesting to see how Sanderson writes teenagers again. I mean, I always really enjoyed The Reckoners. Like, I mean, I, I was not a teenager when I read it. Uh, and have still since not been a teenager, as it turns out. So I can't speak to like how accurate it is to how teens behave but i enjoy those books and i know lots of people who enjoy those books and i think teens enjoy those mm-hmm. books i refuse to read any non-cosmere brandon sanderson <laughs> book if it's not relevant to the whole universe <laughs> You're i don't curious? have time for this okay that's not true i just mm. haven't felt like it it's gonna turn out those are like central to the cosmere 
and then I'll then I'll go read them. <laughs> the Reckoners is really good. Honestly, I think if if I was really surprised that the Reckoners never got made into a TV show because he finished all three books really quickly, so the store the story was done, and it was like just when like the whole like Marvel like MCU was really taking off. So the idea of like a NYA was really big. It's like a YA show about superheroes, like. It's basically a PG The Boys. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this has been the perfect climate for this for like the last 10 years. Like, why has this not happened? But I'm sure there's reasons. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it could come down to, they offered him this much amount of money and yeah. he said, that's not enough amount of money. And- yeah. Yeah, like, he, and like, he's also probably a dude to which a certain degree he has enough privilege where like the money maybe isn't necessarily always the issue too. Like, like for him, it's probably like the money is nice, but also like, I need to make sure you're going to do this right. Like, isn't he writing his own Mistborn screenplay right now? Because yes. he never got any good enough treatments. That would yes. not surprise me. That could, that could also be another reason why he didn't get um, the Reckoner's license. Cause yeah. then he doesn't have enough time to like be, involved yeah like he, he, he might be a bit be of a control freak too i can oh, see that oh come on he's definitely a control okay, freak. okay yeah yeah and he's EPing on the wheel of time now too which i don't think they get they do ask for him much from him but like still that takes time executive producers don't really do it's like sometimes you you can give out executive producer yeah. titles like candy I think they mostly just like talk to him and Harriet if they're like, "Hey, this thing?" question mark, and then yeah. he and Harriet, okay or no, okay. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else about uh, the lost metal? That I have one question. Go ahead. Fuck Mary, kill <laughs> Wayne, wax, Kelsier. Uh, kill Wayne. Uh, fuck Kelsier, Mary, wax. Mm. Uh, I think I gotta kill Kelsier. Sorry, bro. No, you, you, you're a whack job. Uh, fuck Wayne, cause you know he probably gets freaky. Mm-hmm. And Mary Wax, yeah. Right. Plus he's rich. I think I'm with you, Steph. Yeah. I think Wayne is very inexperienced, and Kelsier, because he's a psycho, he's probably <laughs> good in bed. <laughs> That's true. Kelsier, I feel like I would be worried that, like, he would be like, uh, you own property. <laughs> Like, mm. you're out. I feel like Kelsier's a little too into knife play, and I'm just not about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, he's got the whole dead wife complex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he wouldn't, like, look you in the eyes. <laughs> Whereas, like, you know, Wayne, like, Wayne would be into outfits. Yeah. Role play. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd have to, like, teach him things. And but you like, can teach him the way you like it. Too old. Yeah. I'm too old for that. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yeah. Communication is very yeah, important. And you, yeah. And then like the whole, and this like the whole thing, if you have to have a sexless marriage with wax, it's like, hey, you know, like. Oh, that's the that's thing. Fine. Wayne is too young for me. So, yeah. Sorry, I got killed. <laughs> oh, so he's annoying. That's <laughs> I, that's the one yeah. thing like, Brandon and like Shalon suffered from this too in the, in the first uh, Stormlight Archive book. Uh, Brandon Sanderson had to learn how to write uh, sort of whimsical, witty characters mm-hmm. because, like, he because like Wayne and Shalon in book book ones of their series, 
They have like all these quips and lines that are very annoying. <laughs> and, event- and eventually, he learns he, like, how to like balance it a that bit. out. Yeah. So they, yeah, they they sort of come off as fake people, mm-hmm. and then, but this is a whole other rant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Eli, we end every episode with uh, telling the listeners what else uh, we're reading. Are you reading anything else right now? Currently, no. Uh, I have a list a mile long of books on my bookshelf that I want to read. Um, The most recent thing I've read is um, all of the, well, not all of, but a lot of the books for um, Shadowrun Six World, uh, which is a great RPG system. uh, they recently came out with another book that has a bunch of extra stuff. And one of the things I like about Shadowrun is, is it's kind of like they have sections where it's stories told from the world to like introduce you to concepts within the book. So That's it's pretty dope. cool. That sounds yeah. cool. Steph, what are you reading? God, what am I reading right now? Uh, <laughs> I've been like hitting the pillow and immediately falling asleep every night for the past two months. Uh, I'm still kind I haven't, I don't I haven't read more of it, but I haven't given up on it yet. Um, Son of the Storm, still working on that. Um, mm. I don't know. We just bought a couple new books, uh, that I, some not, some nonfiction, which I might try. We, um, my husband bought Gross. Shadows in the Vineyard, which is a book about, um, basically, I don't know when, it was a couple years ago or something. Anyways, so it's a, a very famous vineyard in France and they basically had people hold their vines hostage uh, and they like would mark, you know, the the grapevines with an X and they would like give us, you know, all this money or that the vine dies. And uh, yeah, the vines got like injected with chemicals and these like multiple hundred year old vintage grape vines were killed yeah so and i don't know much about the story more than that so i'm, I'm thinking i might read the book just a little mix up you know a little a little modern but crime. what kind of magic system does it have <laughs> vinomancy <laughs> which is what i say every time i drink a lot of wine and uh magically find myself uh not in bed that actually does sound pretty interesting um uh, I'm reading The Martyr by Anthony Ryan. It's the sequel to last year's uh, The Pariah. Um, it's very good. Uh, Anthony Ryan is very good at writing war. Uh, I do get a little tired of reading about war and fantasy sometimes, but he writes it so well nice. that it keeps it interesting. And it definitely isn't like... it. It's not written in a way that... Um, it's not written like propaganda wise where war is good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely written like, oh man, war sucks. But it, like, um, it's very good nice. so far. And I'm about like 50% of the way through that. Um, Eli, uh, tell us your plugs. Where can people find you? Um, right now, you can't really find me anywhere. Uh, I'm not really doing much. Uh, I'm staying out back at the Little Caesars uh, waiting for my free pizzas. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's about it. I love that for you. Yeah, it's, it's great. it's great it's... not to be found. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Steph O. Kingston. You can find me writing reviews on geeklyinc.com and pretty much most social media is at Steph O. Kingston. Uh, you can find me same place as Steph Reviews, geeklyinc.com slash reading and four or five wits on Twitter. And I've been blogging about, uh, by the time this comes out, I'll probably have more entries, but I've been blogging about 
wrestling on uh, my own WordPress blog, 405wits.com. Uh, that's about it. Nice. Oh, um, and the show plugs are in the end tag, so we don't have to say anything else. Oh, and you can find Christina at Oh Girl. Oh, yeah. She, I'm sure she's reading something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, Eli, thank you so much for joining us. We'll uh, we'll have to have yes, you back you, on Eli. once we've all read the Lost Metal. Yes, can, please can do. Chat about this... how horribly wrong we all were. Yeah, this was a ton of fun. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Thank you for listening to No Page Unturned, part of the Geekly Inc. podcast family. If you like the show, please show us some love with a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Page Podcast. The show is edited by me, Steph Kingston. Our amazing theme music is by Bad Sparrow, and you can check them out at Bad Sparrow Music. And our cover art is by Chango Chimango, who you can check out on Instagram and Twitter at Chango Chimango.